0: Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska, and this is today's Bible class. A short Bible study every single day, seven days a week. Only about 13 minutes, but it keeps us in God's Word every day, seven days a week. And that helps us to stay strong in our faith, because faith comes by hearing the Word of God. We encourage you always to share these short studies with everybody you can in your life. You know people who need to get into God's Word, who need to grow in their faith, who need to come to God, who need to start focusing on their spiritual well-being or lack thereof. Get them into God's Word by sharing these short studies through Facebook friends, text messages, other technological means, with family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, with literally everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their life around. You may help somebody get to heaven. What a great blessing that will be for them and for you. So start sharing today and every day with everybody you can. We're going to get back into our line of thought and study, talking about another one of those heart problems. And this is gossip. Gossip. Now, again, how, how is gossip defined? What is gossip Well, we probably can figure it out, but we may not get it down into very defined terms. So we've looked at what Webster says gossip is, a person who chatters or repeats idle talk and rumors about others. And then another definition describes gossip as discussing personal details of other people's lives whether rumor or fact, whether rumor or fact, especially when malicious. Now, we might also say when it is salacious. Yeah, gossip. Hurtful, isn't it? Another one of those two-edged swords. It hurts the person who is the subject of the gossip, but it also hurts the person who is engaging in the gossip because nobody likes to be around that kind of a person unless maybe you're another gossiper yourself, because you're always concerned about, is he or she going to repeat what I just said, or going to talk about what they just saw me do, or how they saw me act? So you're not comfortable. You don't like to be around gossips, people who gossip all the time. Well, we noted that the term is found, in it's plural, in the New King James Version, in 1 Timothy chapter 5 and verse 13, talks about gossips. And then we've noted that there are a number of other descriptive terms that are used to describe gossip and a person who is a gossiper. A talebearer, for instance, a talebearer. In Leviticus 19 and verse 16, you shall not go about as a talebearer among your people, nor shall you take a stand against the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. Again, Leviticus 19 and verse 16. The words of a talebearer are like tasty trifles, and they go down into the inmost body. Proverbs 18 and verse 8, and then it's repeated in Proverbs 26 and verse 22. Another term that we looked at is backbiting. You know, backbiting, I'm not sure that a person who is a gossiper likes to think about what they're doing as backbiting. But that's exactly what it is. You're you're hurting somebody else. You're telling something that you don't necessarily need to tell about somebody else. And a whole lot of times a gossiper they're not telling something that they saw or heard firsthand. No, they got it from somebody else who may have gotten it from somebody else who may have gotten it from somebody else. You see handed down through generations of Gossiping, well, may not even be true at all. There may not be any factual basis to it. Backbiting, backbiting. It's translated from two Greek words, meaning to speak against. And that's basically what the heart of gossiping is. And the person who engages in it, they've got a heart problem because it's coming from their heart. Remember, Jesus said what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And so they've got this heart problem. Gossip is, a, is characteristic of a heart problem within their lives. We're not talking about that muscle in your chest. We're talking about your conscience. We're talking about your mindset. We're talking about your spirit, your soul, your lifestyle. So backbiting. In Proverbs 25 and verse 23, the north wind brings forth rain and a backbiting tongue and angry countenance. Gossip, you see, again, is productive of harm to the person who is the subject of the gossiping in a whole lot of cases, if not almost all the cases, but it also causes anger, hatred, and even violence. It instigates all of that. We look at another text of Scripture. Lord, who may abide in your tabernacle? Now make the application here. Who's going to be with you in heaven? The ultimate application. Who may dwell in your holy hill? He who walks uprightly and works righteously and speaks the truth in his heart. And then, from the negative perspective, he who does not backbite with his tongue nor does evil to his neighbor nor does he take up a reproach against his friend Psalm 15 verses 1 through 3 Huh Paul condemned backbiting in 2 Corinthians chapter 12 in verse 20 and then in Romans chapter 1 in verse 30 again saying that's going to keep you out of heaven going to keep you out of heaven well, he those who practice such things are deserving of death, he says, in Romans 1 and verse 32. Have you ever noticed how a person who is a gossip, who gossips regularly, they don't want to hear people talking about the sin of gossiping? Huh. I had a lady one time... Many, many years ago, I was preaching in another part of the country at that time, and she rather chastised me, talking about, I've I've never heard so so much teaching on gossip in my life. I wonder why that teaching on gossip bothered her so much, that she had to utter those words. If you're not engaged in gossip, why would it bother you to hear teaching on gossip? Interesting, isn't it? Well, another term that is used as a synonym for gossip in the scriptures is whisperings. And isn't that what gossip really is like? Somebody now they'll lower their voice a lot of times, and it almost comes across as a whisper. But they're telling something salacious about somebody else that's really detrimental to that person's character. In the same text in Paul's Romans letter, The descriptive word whisperers is actually rendered gossips in the new American standard version, verse 29 of Romans chapter 1, with the same condemnation in verse 32. Those who practice such things are deserving of death, Paul says. He's not talking about physical execution. He's talking about eternal condemnation in hell what's referred to as the second death in Revelation 21 and verse 8. Whisperer is an apt term to describe the one who engages in gossip. That word portrays a person who is, who is involved in conversation that he prefers to be kept in the background as he's repeating it out of, out of the hearing of the public at large and particularly out of the earshot of the person who is the subject of his whispering. Whispering. It denotes secret slander, according to Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament Words. And while the audible volume of such whispering gossip is subdued, its effect can be devastating. David wrote of enemies who hated him, plotting his harm through whispering. And isn't that the way it is? There's whispering talk gossip behind the scenes about somebody or about something. And then finally, when it comes out, it's full-blown. All who hate me whisper against me, David wrote. Against me, they devise my hurt. And that is the object of the whispering or the gossip. Psalm 41 and verse 7 the prophet spoke along the same lines. You have heard their reproach, O Lord, all their schemes against me, the lips of my enemies and their whispering against me all the day. Lamentations 3, verses 61 and 62. A person who involves himself in such whisperings often does so with the intent of driving a wedge between friends. Because again, The focus of gossip in a rather overwhelming, to a rather overwhelming degree, is to break somebody else down in the eyes of the person you're gossiping about them to. You want to break down that person's image of the person who is the subject of your gossip. And thereby you think, in a lot of cases, you're building yourself up. You're making yourself look better. Now, the person who involves himself in such whisperings, such gossip, often does so with the intent of driving a wedge between friends. But regardless of outright intent, gossip, by its very nature, is malicious and dangerous and can easily damage or destroy relationships. The wise man paints a vivid image as follows. An ungodly man digs up evil. Yeah, Oh, and isn't that it about gossiping? Don't we see that in the political world all the time? But we also see it in the, in the professional world, don't we? An ungodly man digs up evil. What, what dirt can I find out about that person? Because I want to hurt him. I want to hurt him in the eyes of other people and it is on his lips like a burning fire. A perverse man sows strife, and a whisperer, a whisperer separates the best of friends. Proverbs 16, 27 and 28. You know somebody will, they'll look at another person who has friends within a certain circle, or with somebody they want to be friends with, and and they, oh, they're jealous. And so they'll try to talk down about that one person so that person, that other person, will be their friend. How destructive, how malicious, backbiting, whispering, gossip. Let's pray. Father in heaven, help us to always be on guard against the devil's temptation to get us to engage in gossip, to get us to listen to gossip to get us to take part in gossip. Please guard us against this evil. Please guard us against those who would gossip about us and help us to be the shining light that you want us to be of godliness, of Christianity. We pray, Father. Please forgive us and hear our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen.